0: protesters have rallied outside the U.S. Supreme Court building in Washington following the leak earlier this week, indicating quite clearly that the court is poised to overturn Roe v. Wade, the landmark ruling that's protected women's rights to abortion in the United States since 1973. Uh, correspondent is Simon Marks. He's with me now. Hi, Simon. Hello, Kim. Um, What's what are the protests looking like at the moment?
1: Well, they thinned out a bit by the end of the week, although I think we're going to see substantially more action over the weekend. There are calls for protests all over the country here. Uh, Certainly in the immediate hours after we learnt uh, of that bombshell leak from the United States Supreme Court, uh, that the majority of Republicans that make up the nine-member bench uh, on the Supreme Court uh, are poised to overturn Roe versus Wade. I mean, what was leaked to the website Politico was a draft opinion crafted by uh, the uh, five of the six Republicans uh, who sit on the Supreme Court. Uh, it could, of course, change. Uh, it's not a final document, but it certainly seemed to give a pretty strong indication of where they're planning to head when they promulgate their final opinion in a couple of months' time. I mean, that sparked immediate protests uh, on the steps uh, of the United States Supreme Court that have been going on uh, all week. Abortion is
0: abortion
1: is Protesters descending on the court day and night, and by Thursday, a fence had been put up to protect the building from furious abortion rights activists.
0: This being one of our enumerated
1: rights, if this goes away, that
0: sets a precedent for more. It's concerning for so many of us because we're worried about the future of this country. We're worried about how people will get access to care. We're worried about the millions of people who deserve healthy relationships to their doctors, to their healthcare professionals, as they get criminalised and attacked by our government.
1: And they've got every right to be worried, because there is precious little that the Democrats at this point can do. I mean, the Supreme Court is a co-equal branch of government, along with the President of the United States uh, and the Congress. Uh, The Supreme Court is poised to make a decision that will not outlaw abortion in the United States, but will result in each of America's individual 50 states uh, making their own laws on abortion, enforcing their own laws on abortion. And we already know uh, that at least a dozen, uh, mostly southern Republican states, are poised either very heavily to restrict abortion or outlaw it wholesale. So you're going to end up with two Americas. You're going to end up with the Uh, democratic strongholds mostly in the north of the country where abortion will remain legal and largely unrestricted And then the other America, which will be the mostly Republican states, mostly in the South, where abortion will be very heavily restricted or outlawed, and women will face a choice. They're either going to uh, have to procure a backstreet abortion and run the risk of prosecution in their home states, uh, or they're going to have to come up with the funding or seek the charity necessary uh, to convey them to one of those northern states where they will be able to undergo the procedure. So one can understand uh, the agonies of abortion rights activists who are participating in these demonstrations. You know, Judge Alito
0: said, we are merely returning this contentious issue to the elected representatives in the United States. What's not to like about that?
1: Well, exactly, and of course that is why Republicans are cock-a-hoop over what is taking place here. I mean, first of all, let's look at what the Democrats actually are planning to do. Senator Charles Schumer, the majority leader in the United States Senate, is going, uh, starting on Monday to try and enshrine the legal protections offered by Roe versus Wade into federal law. There is no federal law guaranteeing a woman's right to choose. He's going to try and steer one through the Senate. He doesn't stand a chance. It's a completely futile effort. Uh, He's even facing opposition to his initiative from two members of the Democratic Party's caucus in the Senate, much less the Republicans. Uh, So there's no legislative opportunity there beyond, uh, as uh, Senator Schumer puts it, sort of shaming Republicans and, as I say, a couple of Democrats and forcing them to take a stand on all of this uh, so they are prevented the Democrats from taking any meaningful political action to halt this. Uh, the Republicans uh, portray all of this as simply something very innocent we're just uh, overturning Roe v.ersus Wade and we're going to allow each individual state to decide how to handle things just as they make their own road traffic rules and they run their own schools so they'll be able uh, to make their own decisions about abortion and that of course delights grassroots uh, Republican supporters who for 50 years have coveted the idea of rolling Roe versus Wade back, saying that it's overreach and it's taking power away from the states. Take a listen to what Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, right-wing Republican and insurrectionist backer, uh, a former President Donald Trump had to say about the suggestion by Democrats that this issue has so galvanized their grassroots supporters that they're going to be able Uh, to drive towards victory in crucial midterm elections this November. They're saying that this is going to motivate so many of their far-left progressive voters. Well, what do they think it will do to millions and millions of devout pro-life activists who have toiled in the vineyards for years to protect innocent, unborn children, to finally see the fruits of their labor. Our voters are going to be galvanized this fall if this opinion is, in fact, the final decision of the court. And that, I suppose, is the real question. Which of these two sides will be able to mobilize a greater number of people uh, over their viewpoint? Will it be the Democrats who say that this Supreme Court, dominated as it is by Republican-appointed justices, is determined to deliver America back into the Dark Ages, Or will it be grassroots Republicans who say, no, we've been trying to do this for five decades and finally we're getting our chance?
0: Well, it makes things interesting, Simon, doesn't it? But people are saying, oh, this is terrible because it just means that Supreme Court is another political organisation. Hello.
1: It's always been that, surely absolutely right I mean what was the politi- what was the Supreme Court in 1973 when uh, the opinion on Roe versus Wade was first delivered what was the Supreme Court during the 1970s uh, when uh, Earl Warren was the Chief Justice and to the joy of Democrats at the time uh, it delivered a whole host of uh, very liberal opinions uh, that essentially crafted a much more caring society uh, in the United States States, and uh, one that was much more uh, tolerant. I I I mean, it has always been, certainly in the modern era, Uh, a political tool to some degree, Uh, and it's also been an institution uh, whose members have often disappointed the presidents that have appointed them. Not so at the moment. Donald Trump put those three Supreme Court justices, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch and Amy Coney Barrett, uh, on the bench. That was a, a historic quirk of fate that he got to do that. If he chooses now, he can emerge as uh, potentially a Republican presidential candidate who will be able to say to grassroots supporters, look at what I delivered to the conservative movement.
0: Part of Judge Alito's argument is that abortion is not mentioned. It's an originalist argument, right? Yes. Abortion is is not mentioned in the Constitution. But there are lots of things not mentioned in the Constitution. People are saying, same-sex marriage, no mention. Does that mean that if this goes ahead and Roe v Wade is overturned, then the clock will be dialed back on other things.
1: Well, ironically there is no mention in the US Constitution of a nine-member Supreme Court, but that doesn't seem to trouble uh, Justice Alito quite so much. It is absolutely a strict originalist interpretation. Many of these Republican-appointed justices take the view, as uh, Samuel Alito does in this uh, opinion, this draft opinion, that if something isn't mentioned in the US Constitution specifically, you can't possibly interpret what what the country 's founding fa- uh, fathers, the framers of the Constitution, would have thought about it 's one of the reasons why uh, you know the AR fifteen assault rifle is not specifically mentioned in the Constitution. so how can one possibly interpret whether the framers of the Constitution would have had a problem with it when they talked about protecting the right uh, to bear arms on behalf of Americans but Yes, the fear of some Democrats is there are other Uh, social uh, areas of policy that the Supreme Court might now seek to review. Might they go after the right to contraception? Might they go after gay marriage? There's no indication yet, but it could happen.
0: This Roe v. Wade has had the reputation of being what you call settled law. What does that actually mean? Is that just the perception or is there something, is there a a clock that Ticks on to now something as settled law.
1: Well, the concept of settled law, and this is a phrase that Supreme Court nominees often use, and indeed, in the case of some of these justices, did use when they were under oath in their confirmation hearings in the US Senate indicates that they believe that uh, the ruling is set in stone, there is no possible argument that could demolish it, Uh, there is no uh, possible precedent that could arise that would lead uh, to that ruling being overturned. And that's one reason why uh, Democrats on Capitol Hill, and indeed a couple of Republicans uh, who say that they believe that they were told by uh, some of these Supreme Court justices that they viewed Roe versus Wade as settled law, uh, are so angry and uh, disappointed and saying that they believe these justices lied to the American people during their confirmation hearings. I mean, the difficulty with that is, first of all, we're not sure if anybody was actually looking behind the justices' backs to see if they were crossing their fingers (laughs) while they made that uh, statement. But also, uh, secondly, you can never understand, you can never predict exactly what kind of very specific legal challenge is going to be made to something like Roe versus Wade. So So this this draft opinion is reacting to a law in Texas and a law in Mississippi. Well, they have very specific uh, issues contained within those laws. So to argue that Roe versus Wade is settled uh, can always be revised because you never know exactly what kind of case you're going to come up against as you have to review it.
0: Interesting. Thank you so much, Simon Marks. Lovely to talk to you on this programme. Simon Marks is our correspondent in Washington,